Being on the front lines in the fight to educate the next generation is tough. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with important updates, encouragement, and connection. Welcome to the Institute Leaders Lifeline. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Institute Leaders Lifeline. My name is Mike Sinclair, Deputy Superintendent of School Support at the Charter Institute at Erskine. And as always, I'm so glad that you joined us today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. To be quite frank with you, it's a little off script. It's a little bit out of sequence. We did finish our Leading with Passion series last week in the last episode. Today we're kind of in the middle and I was going to start something new, but I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story here and then I'm going to give you a quote uh, that... I gave to my daughter. So my daughter texts me uh, during the day and she said, Dad, I need some leadership advice. I need the best advice you've ever given in your life. And I was thinking, wow, she's a sophomore in high school. Are we talking girl drama? Are we talking she's in trouble and she needs to talk her way out of it? Like what, what's going on here? Uh, because first of all, dad's usually not cool. So I kind of took it as a great opportunity to find out a little bit more. So we ended up talking on the phone and she said, Dad, I need a leadership quote. And I said, oh, well, so you think I can give you a quote about uh, doing things, uh, being motivated? And she said, well, of course, you record a podcast every week. You got to know something. So check. Check, check your attitude there a little bit when uh, your kids come to you for your advice. Because, of course, since I record a podcast, I must have advice ready to spiel. So I knew I needed to take a minute, take a deep breath, let my mind clear. This was the one shot, man, I had to have something key. If my daughter was asking me for advice, I had to cash in. So here's what I came up with, and I'm going to read it to you uh, to capture the whole thing. It's, I said to her, I said, here's my best advice, sweetheart. Life's made up of opportunities, uncertainties, and obstacles. Your success is based on how you prepare to engage and grow from each of those. So don't let your doubt determine your outcomes because hard work pays off. I was so proud of myself. And she thought for a minute, she goes, I think it's going to get me an A. I was like, well, here we go. So dad is dad of the year for about 15 minutes. We'll get home this evening and I'll find out uh, what I've done wrong in the last little bit. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about, especially uh, your teenagers, kind of finicky. But let me go back to that quote because I've kind of wrestled with that a little bit. It's kind of um, something that just came out, but uh, I really would like to frame that for you. It's, it's really resonated with me uh, as I've gone back, and actually I had her send it to me, so I had it in print. But I'm going to break it down into three sections here, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. I'm going to give you two examples uh, that kind of flow through those. First, life is made up of opportunities, uncertainties, and obstacles. We're gonna face situations. We talk about it all the time. You talk about it with your staff or your family or your friends or whatever. There's always things uh, that we face and we can see those as opportunities. We can see them as uncertainties or we can see them as obstacles. And how we see them determines our next steps. Then you must do two things. You have to prepare to engage and grow because if you see things as opportunities, uncertainties, or obstacles, they don't just go away. How you attack them, depending on how you see them, is determined by how you see it. But regardless, you have to engage. You have to do something about it. And then, are you willing to grow? 
Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to have a creative idea? Are you willing to find other resources or connections? Are you willing to grow? And finally, don't let doubt determine your outcomes. Because sometimes, and we've talked about this before as well, sometimes doubt can paralyze us. Sometimes we get so caught up in why something can't work or shouldn't work that we never really get to how it does work. What's the bottom line, the why, before we get to the how? Like, what do we need to do? We can get paralyzed by that doubt. So don't let doubt determine your outcome. And then one of my favorite sayings, it's really kind of my motto, is hard work pays off. I mean, you, you've got to put in the work. Um, I, I'll mention it later in here. If solutions were easy, we wouldn't have any problems. We would just be able to move on and keep, keep going. So there's the quote for the day. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Now, I'm, I'm going to use an education example here. So you're a principal or an assistant principal. You're, you're a leader in your school. And a teacher comes to you, and she's having difficulty teaching a concept to her students. And she says to you, hey, I've got this great idea. Here's what I would like to do. Now, do you greet her with questions, problems? You see it as, you know, well, this is just the way teenagers are. You know, they use their phones all the time. It's hard to keep their attention span. They're this, they're that. That's just how teenagers are. If you're a high school principal or, or primary kids, the younger kids would work as well. But do you greet the teacher with, well, that's just how it is. I mean, we're going to struggle with that. People have struggled with it forever. Or are you going to greet that teacher with a lot of questions and concerns, you know, well, what about this and what about that and what about this other and how will it impact here and how much will it cost and what is this over here? And well, I mean, somebody's done something like that in the past and it didn't work. Are, are you greeting the teacher with all of those? Well, you see the first time when you're telling the teacher, well, this is just how it is. Well, now you're seeing the world as an obstacle. It's just the way it is. We've just got to figure out how to go over that bump and we're going to keep going and it just kind of is what it is. Your teacher's learning that any struggle is, is an obstacle. It's something to avoid, not something to find a solution to. The second one, with all the questions and concerns and all of those things, you're seeing the world as uncertain. You're so worried about the why it won't work or the obstacles, the, the issues that you're going to come up with, you're, you're now filling your teacher full of uncertainties. Now the teacher's like, well, I thought I had a good idea. Maybe I didn't. And they're going to get so caught up in all of the doubt, they're not going to see it as an opportunity. But what if you saw it as an opportunity? What if this teacher brings this to you and says, I admit I'm struggling with this with my students. I'm seeing it as an opportunity to try something new. Here's something I found out. And you're seeing it as an opportunity. That totally changes the lens. Now you're feeding that teacher. Uh, I had a superintendent one time, and his favorite saying, it seemed like, was, you feed the rabbits and you starve the snails. If you've got a rabbit who wants to go and find a solution and get out there and do things different and make their own pathway to do what's right for kids, feed that rabbit. They're seeing the world as opportunities, not as obstacles. So what do you do in that situation? Well, you tell the teacher, well, tell me about that. Tell me how it looks. Well, if I walked into your classroom and you were doing this new strategy, what would it look like? What would I see? If I sat down beside your students and they were doing this and I said, hey, what are you working on? What could I expect the student to hear? 
or what the student to say? What would I hear from the student? So you're engaging this teacher to help flesh out the thought. You're saying, okay, let's do this. Let's say we're going to do it. So tell me about this and tell me more and where'd you get the resources and have you seen anybody else do something like this? You're trying to now, instead of turn the problem in itself with the uncertainty where you question it all, now you're opening it up by saying, well, tell me more about this. Tell me about how it'll impact. Tell me the bigger picture. You're seeing the world as an opportunity. I guarantee you, if you see the world and your teacher's ideas as opportunities, then you will absolutely build that culture in your class or in your, they'll build it in their class, you'll build it in your school. So then you're engaging with this teacher, you're growing with this teacher, you're hearing what the teacher says, tell me more, teach me what you're seeing, teach me how this will impact our students. If you're in another occupation, it's the same thing. Your, your team, your staff comes to you because they see something that needs to be addressed. Feed them, engage and grow. And if you as the leader engage with them and grow with them, you have modeled what you want out of their performance. You now have also allowed yourself to be more dynamic because now you've enabled them to be more dynamic. It's not paralyzing, you're enabling them, you're empowering them to go and do different things. You know, there's a very well-known, well-publicized, well-documented teacher shortage in the United States. And we definitely feel it right here in South Carolina. So lots of conversation happens about this. And, and, and we can name lots of stresses and struggles that, that teachers face in the classroom or that maybe are causing early retirement. Well, we can see that as an obstacle. It's just the way it is. Man, the system's just broke. We can see it as uncertainty where we question everything. Well, somebody comes up with an idea. Well, that's not gonna work because this and this and this and this and this. And you keep naming all the reasons it's not. But what if we saw it as an opportunity? Now, I'm gonna tell you about something that is growing uh, out of the leadership here at the Institute. It's a new opportunity, it's a new organization called Teach Right USA. Teach Right USA. So Teach Right USA is a new organization that is looking for creative ways to not just um, grease the pipeline. I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that. Greasing the pipeline means we're gonna keep the bureaucracy the same. We're gonna keep the structure the same. We're just gonna try to make the outside a little bit more slippery so, the, so we can get more fish in that pipeline. But we're not gonna change the pipeline. We're not changing the infrastructure. We're not changing the bureaucracy. We're just gonna keep things the way we are. And we're gonna figure out something we can put in here and put in here and put in here to make it go faster or to just make it keep moving. Well, Teach Right USA, and you can follow them on social media, but Teach Right USA is looking for how do we make that pipe bigger? How do we creatively create more opportunities to get teachers into the classroom? So I'm, I'm just gonna kind of stop right there with that example to say, you can see the issue as an obstacle. That's just the way it is. You know, that's the way people are now, or the, teach, the teaching world, the teaching teacher system is broken. If that works for you, then we're doomed. You can see it as uncertainty, where you come up with an idea and then you can poke holes and find all the problems. 
Well, you can get lost in the uncertainty, but that's gonna lead to doubt. And if you live in doubt, you're gonna become paralyzed. And guess what? We're stuck with the same old broken system. Or you can see this as an opportunity and you can find solutions. And then my friends, when you find those opportunities, then you engage and you grow. You have to engage in the opportunity and then you challenge yourself to grow. Not poke holes, find opportunities, find connections, find resources, find other people that can help you fill in the holes that maybe you don't have answers to because you're not gonna have all the answers. Let's go back. If problems, if solutions were easy, we wouldn't have problems. It's just a fact. So Teach Right USA is an example of taking a mammoth issue and seeing it as an opportunity. Finding skilled people to lead it, have them engage and then grow their knowledge and their understanding and their resources and then go out and make a difference. Because my friends, the infrastructure, the pipeline is restricting what we're doing. And if we're satisfied with the pipeline, then we're satisfied with obstacles. If we look for new ways to increase the size of that pipe by changing the system, now that's sustainable. Now that's part of growth. If you want to find out more about Teach Right USA, we'll put that in the show notes so that you can find a link uh, to their social media to go find out more information. Lots of great things are happening there. So I'm just going to challenge you. Don't let doubt determine your outcomes. See opportunities. Don't get focused on obstacles. Go out there, engage yourself, and grow. You've got to engage in those. You can't just act like they don't exist. You've got to engage, you've got to grow, you've got to make a difference. Your team, your community needs people like you that sees opportunities. Trust me, we've got plenty of people that are seeing, are seeing obstacles and uncertainty. They're a dime a dozen. Be the difference. Find opportunities. Engage, grow, and don't let those doubts determine your outcomes. As you go through this week, take care of yourselves and take care of those you lead. Be sure to follow the Institute on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Erskine Charters, we'll have all of these resources, including this podcast, many stories of our schools, and other things. So check us out. The opinions expressed within the content are solely the authors and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the Charter Institute at Erskine or its affiliates.